moderate cinder-scented babble of grinding wheels and shuddering window frames. But the voices of the traveling salesman and the young electrician were shrill, gruff, poignant, inert, eternally variant, after the manner of human voices which are discussing the affairs of the universe. "'Every man,' affirmed the traveling salesman sententiously, "'every man has written one indiscreet letter during his lifetime.' "'Only one?' scoffed the young electrician with startling distinctness above even the loudest roar and rumble of the train. With a rather faint, rather gaspy chuckle of amusement, the youngish girl in the seat just behind the traveling salesman reached forward then and touched him very gently on the shoulder. "'Oh, please, may I listen?' she asked quite frankly. With a smile as benevolent as it was surprised, the traveling salesman turned halfway around in his seat and eyed her quizzically across the gold rim of his spectacles. "'Why, sure you can listen,' he said. The traveling salesman was no fool. People, as well as Lyle Thread, were a specialty of his. Even in his very first smiling estimate of the youngish girl's face, neither vivid blonde hair nor luxuriantly ornate furs misled him for an instant." Just as a preacher's high waistcoat passes him, like an official badge of dignity and honor, into any conceivable kind of situation, so also does a woman's high forehead usher her with delicious impunity into many conversational experiences that would hardly be wise for her lower-browed sister. With an extra touch of manners, the salesman took off his neat brown derby hat and placed it carefully on the vacant seat in front of him. Then, shifting his sample case adroitly to suit his new twisted position, he began to stick cruel little prickly price marks through alternate meshes of pink and blue lyle. "'Why, sure you can listen,' he repeated benignly. "'Traveling alone's awful stupid, ain't it? I reckon you were glad when the busted heating apparatus in the sleeper gave you a chance to come in here and size up a few new faces. Sure you can listen.' "'Though, bless your heart, we weren't talking about anything so very specially interesting,' he explained conscientiously. "'You see, I was merely arguing with my young friend here that if a woman really loves you, she'll follow you through any kind of blame or disgrace. Follow you anywheres, I said, anywheres. "'Not anywheres,' protested the young electrician with a grin. "'Not up a telegraph pole,' he requoted sheepishly. "'Yes, I heard that,' acknowledged the young girl with blithe shamelessness. "'Follow you anywheres,' was what I said,' persisted the traveling salesman almost irritably. "'Follow you anywheres. Run, walk, crawl on her hands and knees if it's really necessary. And yet—' Like a shaggy brown line drawn across the bottom of a column of figures, his eyebrows narrowed to their final calculation. "'And yet—' he estimated cautiously. And yet, there's times when I ain't so almighty sure that her following you is any more specially flattering to you than if you was a burglar. She don't follow you so much, I reckon, because you are her love, as because you've got her love. God knows it ain't just you yourself she's afraid of losing. It's what she's already invested in you that's worrying her. All her pinky posing, Cunning kid dreams about loving and marrying, maybe. And the pretty much grown-up winter, she fought out the whiskey question with you, perhaps.
and the summer you had the typhoid, likelier than not. And the spring the youngster was born, oh sure the spring the youngster was born, gee, if by swallowing just one more yarn, you tell her, you can only keep on holding down all the old yarns you ever told her. If by forgiving you just one more forgive you, she can only hang on, as it were, to the original worthwhileness of the whole darn business, if by... Oh, that's what you meant by the whole darn business, was it? cried the youngish girl suddenly, edging away out to the front of her seat. Along the curve of her cheeks an almost mischievous smile began to quicken. Oh, yes, I heard that, too, she confessed cheerfully. But what was the beginning of it all? The very beginning. What was the first thing you said? What started you talking about it? Oh, please excuse me for hearing anything at all, she finished abruptly. But I've been traveling alone now for five dreadful days, all the way down from British Columbia. And if you will...